Hello, I'm Dr. Alicia Williams, and this is your Prayer Room Podcast. In this podcast, we will share informative and life-changing segments on prayer and the power to pray, solely designed to help, strengthen, and encourage your next level of prayer. Today's podcast is about the tax collector's prayer. In this episode, we will experience and learn about the tax collector and his prayer. Let's begin by sharing a little bit about the tax collector, also known as the publican. What do we know about the nature and character of a tax collector? It is understood that a tax collector was considered the lowest of low, In other words, he solely operated by hook and by crook, basically by any means necessary. In scripture, there are a number of significant references expressed by Jesus regarding the very nature and character of the tax collector. Almost all are negative. As we know, Matthew, one of Jesus' disciples, was a tax collector. And God called him, see Matthew 9, 9, and Luke 5, 27 through 28. And we all know the famous story and testament of Zacchaeus, a chief tax collector who climbed a tree to seek Jesus for salvation. See Luke 19, 1 through 9. But today, in this parable, we get a glimpse of a prayer position taken by a no-name tax collector as he sought to pray in the temple. I ask you, as we prepare to take a look at the tax collector's prayer, of what importance is the tax collector's life and prayer to you in this moment right now? Let's take a look at today's key verse. Luke 18:13 coming from the amplified version which is also known as the prophetic version of scripture and it reads but the tax collector standing at a distance would not even raise his eyes towards heaven but was striking his chest in humility and repentance saying god be merciful and gracious to me the especially wicked sinner that I am. This is the tax collector's prayer, a prayer he prays in humility and repentance. He knows he's a social outcast because of his evil deeds, because of his by hook and by crook character and nature. He knows he cheated to get his wealth by taking more than required, and he handles blasphemous money. And for the most part, he sold his soul to the Roman Empire, the Jewish oppressors. He's considered a traitor and a turncoat because he enriches himself at the expense of others. In today's key verse, we experience the tax collector's prayer. We also found out about the nature and character of a tax collector during biblical times, in his country and in his culture. 
So we now know he's wealthy, well-to-do, and he wants for nothing. He has clout and influence, and for the most part, not a care in the world. But something, or should I say someone, caused Matthew to quit his job as a tax collector and follow Jesus. Someone caused Zacchaeus to climb a tree as the chief tax collector for salvation. And today, we glimpse the life and prayer of a no-name tax collector who goes into the temple to pray. And scripture says he stood at a distance. He wouldn't even raise his eyes toward heaven. And he was striking his chest in humility and repentance in hope of God's mercy and graciousness because he was considered an especially wicked sinner. Let's reread the tax collector's sobering prayer. And it says, But the tax collector, standing at a distance, would not even raise his eyes toward heaven, but was striking his chest in humility and repentance, saying, God, be merciful and gracious to me, the especially wicked sinner that I am. As we prepare our hearts and minds to become all that God has predestined for our souls, let us position ourselves to pray the tax collector's prayer. Scripture says, as recorded in the Amplified Version, all have continuously sinned and fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. Also, 1 John 1.8 tells us, if we say we have no sin, we delude ourselves and the truth is not in us. As we move to a position of prayer, let us be sober. Let us, as the tax collector, without reserve, honor God in humility and repentance as we seek his mercy and graciousness. Because we are, if not worse than the tax collector, especially wicked sinners. Right now, I want us to do what I call a prayer substitute. I want us to take the tax collector's prayer and in this moment, I want us to fill in our names in the place of the tax collector. So right now, if you will, follow along with me and you fill in your name in this prayer substitute. Let's begin. But the tax collector, into your name right here, standing at a distance, will not even raise his eyes toward heaven but was striking his chest in humility and repentance, saying, God, be merciful and gracious to me. And you can enter your name right here, the especially wicked sinner that I am. As we prepare to close this segment, I pray there was something in the tax collector's prayer his nature, his character, and his life that spoke to you today to encourage you, strengthen you, and take you to another level of prayer. I know I'm not perfect, 
and reading and learning about the tax collector and the tax collector's prayer enabled me to come to a sober place in humility and repentance about who God is and about who I am in this world without God. Jesus ends this parable by declaring to his disciples that the tax collector, also known as the publican, went home to his house justified, forgiven of the guilt of sin, and placed in right standing with God. We all need to be justified, forgiven of the guilt of sin, and placed in right standing with God. And the tax collector's prayer shows us how to get there. As we go into our closing prayer, let us, in earnest, Take a position of prayer as the tax collector in humility and repentance. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we honor you. We honor you, Lord God, in humility and repentance. Because we know that it's because of the shedding of your blood we have remission of sins. We know that through your holiness and your righteousness, that we have been forgiven of our sins and washed and cleansed and are called to live justified, free from the guilt of sin and placed in right standing with you. We thank you now, dear God, for your merciful and graciousness. We can't earn it and neither do we deserve it, but it is by your grace and your mercy you have deemed us worthy and we thank you. Cause us, O God, to keep a sober mind of humility and repentance as we continue, Lord, in a position of prayer, praying, O oh God, be merciful and gracious. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to the Prayer Room Podcast. Please subscribe so you can be the first to receive our latest prayer room podcast, which is solely designed to help strengthen and encourage that next level of prayer. We pray always. God is moving continually on your behalf, and we hope to continue to share with you in faith and prayer. So until next time, thank you and God bless.